This is Align by Line, a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. Each episode, we dive into meaningful topics while sharing and dissecting our own original works and experiences. We'll be launching new episodes every other week on Thursdays. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Align by Line. Welcome back. This is our eighth episode. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be talking about piecing out. Peace. Um, peace. Yeah, as <laughs> in like peace. Not like jigsaw puzzle piece. But, you <laughs> know, course. peace with the two fingers. Uh, um, um, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a really interesting conversation. Because I we we um interpret piecing out differently i think from person to person yeah so i'm 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 curious i'm curious how this conversation will go i think um, it'll be cool i think there'll yeah. be more similarities than you imagine but who knows it, it manifests yeah. differently for every person everyone is super unique yeah. Um, yeah yeah i think it's a great continuation of what we were talking about with the pressures of burnout from work yeah yeah because i feel like piecing out it could mean people going to sleep. It could mean people dying. It could mean Ooh, just going on a road trip. It could be like escaping from something. You know, wow. like it, 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 you could take it a lot of different That's ways. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 Piecing out is, is very physical and environmental for me. So, oh, yeah? Wow. Mm. Okay. It is different. Okay. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Whoa. God. Look at me. Limiting myself. Cool. All right. Well, uh, you want to read yours first? Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. This poem is called, And That Is Enough. The fire she crackles, the evening is young. The house is at peace, full of work that is done. The morning is far off, and sleep she is nigh. The moon sends its lullabies down from the sky. But stress, it comes creeping, invades like the shadows. It pokes and it prods, rests her head on the gallows. It whispers its madness, it taunts you with fear. But a heart full of love can cry, none of that here. And all of a sudden, the peace has returned. The ashes have settled, the wood is all burned. The blankets are laid out, the pillows are fluff. You gave it your best shot, and that is enough. Yay, I love that. Yeah. It, it's very uh descriptive. Thank you. It, I I feel like it paints a picture that is very uh relaxing to me but also contradicts the um like the hustle and bustle of things uh mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, uh, it's one of those right? I think I've mentioned it before. It's one of those journaling poems where mm. I had an experience that was inspiring or transformational for me and so I wanted to mm. capture it in a poem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what is that moment if yeah. you could share this was written back when I used to live in Seattle and I did have a fireplace that I would mm. snuggle up to at the end of the day with my blankets and my snacks and I had this ritual on Sunday evening that I would watch 90s rom-coms or honestly mm. just like 90s movies <laughs> by myself yeah, uh, yeah but yeah there were those moments where I think you mentioned before in the past about being busy and being productive and my body just wanted to be busy. It was like, what if we did this? Or do we really have time for this movie when there's, Mm. when you're not at inbox zero at this moment? And so for me, I was like, no, this is my moment. This is a treat for me and a gift to myself. And once I realized that this wasn't a waste of time, right? That self-care is not selfish. uh, I was able to 
lean back into this environment that I have crafted, I've perfectly crafted for, for me. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't so, have a fireplace anymore, but I definitely still put one on YouTube and light a candle <laughs> and my right. couch is covered in soft blankets and yeah. sweet juices or relaxing drinks and yeah. great views for the rooftop. Oh man, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so piecing out to you uh, means that it's kind of like at the end of the day and you're just being at peace with yourself. Like you you're, know, you're done for the day and you're just piecing out. That's it, how you... It doesn't See? even have to be in the at the end of the day for me, which mm. again was your last poem. Uh, yeah. I like to start my mornings this way as well. Like some people have really noisy alar like alarms that go off on mm. their phone, but for me, I wake up to a silent alarm, which is like my mm. watch just like nudging me a little, like, "Hey, you like waking up right now?" Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. one of the first things I do, you know, is flick my kettle on the way to the bathroom and pour a warm cup of tea, and I choose a flavor that suits my mood. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. at least oh, okay. two hours before work to stretch, to walk, to go mm -hmm. outside, to uh, tidy up a little bit, mm -hmm. which is also mm -hmm. a very peaceful activity for mm -hmm. me. So whatever mm -hmm. I do, you know, reading my Bible, practicing my Duolingo, mm -hmm. do the morning mm -hmm. rituals that make me feel like mm -hmm. I do these things because I enjoy them and whatever lies ahead, I'm in a mindset of peace and love and comfort and gratitude to dive mm -hmm. into them effectively. I really love these lines that you wrote which says the moons sends it lullabies down from the sky uh i've always been so fascinated with the night sky and stars and moons like i just feel like i always get energy just by looking at them i think we mm -hmm. talked about this in the early season one oh, yeah i love the moon where I just feel like all of my problems are taken away. Like we're just this like small dot in the universe and all our problems are not as significant and troublesome as we thought they are. When I look at the night sky and you look at all the stars, right? Yeah. And so I love that you put this uh, analogy in your poem because I'm guessing it also gives you peace and like that feeling of, you know, it's, you know, like you're just at peace looking at, at the night sky. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah, I, I love the moon. I think you know that I just Googled, I think it's called the selenophile. Oh, <laughs> We're talking okay. about you being a pluviophile. Yeah, uh, yeah. I absolutely love the moon and it is a peaceful thing. I think for as far back as we can remember, the moon has been marked, used to mark the time. And sometimes mm -hmm. I look at the moon and it's full and bright and that's exciting to me. It feels like the peak of opportunity or when something amazing happens to me and it aligns with the full moon that um i don't know it just yeah. feels like a good sign or a signal but yeah. also sometimes you know we were talking about looking towards the future or, or staying hope in a past staying mm -hmm. hopeful in a past episode and i i like to think when the moon has waxed and waned and it is in, the, in this exact same you know um layout let's call it mm -hmm. again where will mm -hmm. my life be mm -hmm. will it still be this painful yeah. or will it still be this yeah. joyful or will this problem even matter yeah. and that really yeah. does help keep me me grounded and that that time is going to continue to move forward yeah it's nice knowing that a certain element in our life is always the same no matter mm -hmm. how much time passes by yeah a little consistency right? yeah and I think unconsciously we see the moon and the stars as those elements that 
are just always there for us. And that I think that always give me consolation in, in some way. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the moon because she feels like an underdog. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, when the sun is up, you know, people wake up at the crack of dawn and they have to mm. start being productive and do, do, do. And then, you know, peace kind of comes with the the sunset and the day finally being yeah. over. And now you can do your side hustle or your night gig or whatever. Um, but for me, like the moon is is giving light. It's it's a part of the day that is still significant, but it doesn't have that same societal pressure of, yeah. oh, you got to get a whole bunch of stuff done. Right. Um, yeah, it signals, hey, you've done enough. Why don't you yeah. let somebody else get a turn? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the moon is not always on your face, you know? Like sometimes mm-hmm. it's hidden. You have to look at, oh, where, where is the moon? Like you can't really see <laughs> That's so moon true. Is. The sun is like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The moon is like, oh, maybe I can. Take <laughs> me out. Discover me. Oh, yes. So yeah, alluring. Yeah. So alluring. Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about peace. I know. But... <laughs> um, uh, a small question here that I have is, um, is it hard for you to not get into spirals with deep thoughts when you're about to sleep? Mm. Yeah, it's it's easier now. It's okay. easier now because either I will write about it, right? As I've leaned back into poetry and try mm. and let my body and my words express what maybe hasn't bubbled up strictly to the surface yet. Yeah. Or I'm actually now a much bigger fan of late night phone calls to talk mm. through it with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last thing that's been helpful for me is honestly Headspace. Searching yeah. the Headspace library for something that is aligned with my feeling, whether it's grief or anger mm. or frustration or anxiety, uh, they are really grounding. I've just found them uh, to be yeah. super, super uh, helpful. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. I think I pray in the morning when I wake up with something. I definitely pray a lot, a lot more. Like, take this from me. You know, re- re- reflect on the promises of God. But at, at night, because I need to like tactically change my physiology so I can go to sleep. Uh, meditation has been really helpful yeah yeah that's awesome yeah uh so you find it easier to peace out uh i guess these days compared to in the past oh for sure for sure i've invested a lot especially during the pandemic as most people did in in really Mm -hmm. knowing myself and establishing these rituals that allow me to be my best doesn't always work sometimes i'm too frustrated to want to open headspace i just want to like you said call my Mm -hmm. sister and complain on the phone and have someone be mutually angry with me or whatever it happens to be but i know when i when i do these things that are good for my body and my mind and my spirit that just so i'm capable of so much more yeah yeah uh one last question uh for me is i love the very last line that you wrote about you gave it your best shot and that is enough I think we, in 2022, we always try to push ourselves too much sometimes, you know, and like feeling Mm -hmm. that we just never do enough throughout the day and we want to achieve more, we want to get more things. Um, And me personally, I've always uh, remind myself that being enough is okay for me like I don't have to always be perfect and and be good yeah there's always going to be more to do and if you want to go do it and like I said before do it at at your best you you gotta pause you gotta find that that peace and be uh, grounded and centered right there was a there was definitely a moment in my life where I moved from 
being like, oh, I have to do this thing mm-hmm. to saying I get to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed and privileged and honored enough to have the opportunity to show up in this space or love these people or do this thing or have this experience. And, um, you know, there's always, there's also missed opportunity in just celebrating the moment, like right. celebrating what, what you, what you have or what is, what is going on. And we're yeah. always moving on to the new and the next and the big accomplishment or the next promotion. Yeah. We're not reveling in gosh, what was five years ago? Like what was 30 days ago? Like, right. Right. um, and my mom has been really helpful and she encouraged me to start um, like a prayer journal to like, mm-hmm. write things down and see, okay, what are the things I was hoping for? And how has my life evolved since I was hoping for those things? Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, I want to say it was my friend, Adam, but he has like a gratitude jar. And mm. he just writes a little uh, thing of that day uh, on a little sticky note and puts it yeah. in a little clearer jar or bring yeah. stickies. He's much better at paper craft than me. So his are folded like Mario stars, but uh, mine are just like uh, folded in a square. Um, but when I look at, yeah. at that jar and I remember I started it in 2021, that it was empty. And now today it's like almost bursting at the seams. I might need a whole yeah. new jar going in there at the end of the year and unfolding those and saying like, yeah, remember that win? Remember that uh, progress? Remember that moment? Remember that I day or that, that note? Yeah it's it, that brings me a, a lot of peace yeah or that whatever i'm going through is going to be okay eventually yeah hmm. i want to hear your Can't... poem though yeah ready to dive in and that's... see how you've interpreted this apparently yeah. more complicated <laughs> than i thought topic of piecing out <laughs> there are some similarities for sure but i think have a slightly darker tone um so mine Ooh. is called through the mist and I I wrote this in 2020, I think. It was the middle of the pandemic. Frosted dusk, misty horizon, fallen leaves, breezing, seconds gone. Opaquely white, creeping about, hovering, filling holes and touts. A peak, a slither, a revelation, sniffing while parting way through elevation. Confident, Alone on a mission, the last remains delicate yet rationed. Sneaking like a drunk, eyes fixed past wandering skunk. Oblivious sweat while nerves take over, concurring the mystic mist forever. Wow. That was a journey. What inspired (laughs) you to write this? Okay, I'm, I was trying to remember like what was in my mind when I was writing this. Um, I it was one it was in the summer of 2020 when uh you know SF is very foggy, and I used to mm. I used to run a lot by Golden Gate Bridge in early morning like 6 a.m. 6:30 a.m. So I think one day I went there. I was running. I was so foggy like I it could I could barely see anything really like it was the thickest fog i've ever seen in sf like you couldn't see in front of you on the ground i could i could see what's in front of me but even people who are like just 20 feet away i couldn't see them wow it's it's very thick and like and because also of the fog like my whole body and my hair is wet because of the fog not not because of sweat it was something else and then you can hear the steel lions uh sound but also like the ship Horns, oh, like the fog, which horns, is just this like very mysterious yeah, feel to super it. Super ethereal. Oh, 
And then there's this one guy who was running or walking with with his dog. And 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 they disappear into the fog. And so I'm writing this poem as if I'm writing um about the dog disappearing into the mist. So that's why you see this sort of like a uh sniffing while parting way through elevation line. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What's but that? but but now that I'm I'm kind of like uh looking back at what it really means to me, it's almost like you're piecing out to go into like an unknown space that not a lot of people know about. Definitely had Into the Unknown from Frozen playing in yeah, my head. Yeah, exactly. Where there's a mist, there's a storm. Actually, you have no idea what's behind that that curtain. Wow. Interesting. Is, yeah. Are there other moments in your life where you felt like you were stepping into something that you couldn't quite clearly see, but you took that risk? Um, I think, I think coming to the U.S. is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which i mean today's august 10th when we're, we're recording this and uh, just four days ago exactly 10 years ago that was the first day i ever wow. landed in the u.s it was in Happy iowa anniversary yeah thank you so it was exactly 10 years basically right now um yeah that was that was basically like me stepping into the mist per se like i i i don't know what I would face. I don't know where my life is going, but I'm just kind of going in blindly like that. Um, yeah. I mean, was it chaotic it, now then and it's peaceful now? Like what's, what's changed since you pieced out was, of Jakarta? Yeah. I think it was right now. I definitely feel more at ease and just more peaceful of where I am and, and, just you know being in america and just my identity and where i live and all of that stuff um when when i when i when i moved here i definitely felt like i'm i'm i was scared like i was excited about what was going to happen but also just very scared because i didn't know a lot of things you know i'm just like really tackling hats on everything mm-hmm. that's yeah. in there yeah. Yeah. You have a line that says a peak, a slither, a revelation. What what was that experience like for you, either with this this move or just leaving in in different situations where you kind of are easing yourself into something that finally reveals itself to you? Yeah. I I remember I remember in the beginning I I, I felt very rushed. I, I, I wanted to rush things. And I think as time went by, I started I started to realize that I should just take my time. And this is not just about uh like me moving to the US, I would say just like and mm-hmm. everything that always have has been happening in my life. Uh my tendency usually in the beginning is, you know, I just felt I'm a pretty passionate person in general. And so whenever I, I whenever I have something happening to me like I always feel very passionate about pursuing it about concurring it just like doing something big about it and making sure it happens but then sometimes it doesn't work to my benefit I would say like Mm -hmm. I think it sometimes Mm -hmm. feels very rushed and so I'm trying to take more time and just you know like peeking a little Mm. um 
and taking it one step at a time yeah. and opening that peak more and more. Yeah. So you're finding yeah. a, a bit of peace by adjusting your pacing. Yes, exactly. I'm yeah. with you. I think especially in relationships and new relationships, it's so easy to get caught up in, in the energy and the mm-hmm, physicality mm-hmm. and the emotion of it and neglect the opportunity of like, wow, I have such an opportunity to get to know this human being. They've lived however many decades without even knowing me and, and just the joy of being able to explore that and learn piece yeah. by piece, not just whether you're going to be a good fit for each other, but right. what the world looks like from a new set of eyes. I, I absolutely forget that yeah. because I'm going in, yeah. like you said, kind of with my own agenda of what I'm yeah. trying to just like get from this person, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's, that's an area of my life that I've been trying to do better about just yeah also yeah. just being I think I think that also hopefully I'm still going through it it's just like it, hopefully it gives me a bit more peace of just not feeling rushed in doing yeah, things. yeah. absolutely I think that's one of the main character characteristics of peace is moving slowly or not not having the pressure of being rushed there's there's one more line that I, I wanted to lean into with you mm-hmm. from this poem which mm-hmm. was the last one conquering the mystic mist forever do you think mm. that's really possible that we can conquer uncertainty oh um i don't think so i feel like we always try to foresee what's going to happen in the mm-hmm. future just like this dog i feel like going into the mist and disappearing forever from my vantage point at the mm-hmm. time right so i see that as as like you're going into the future that you don't really know what's in there right um but but i i was i also think that just like a mist it would eventually disappear and you get a clearer view of things. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think that's where I'm going with conquering the mystic mist forever. Like that that mist will eventually disappear during the day. Oh, and okay. So it's almost like you're going through the lives uh peaks and valleys. And and when you're at the peak that you can see a clearer view and vision of where your life is going because you're at the high of your life. Well said. But when you're at the valley, then you, you, you know, like you're obstructed by other things and you cannot really see it, but you'll eventually get up there again. And so it's like looking to the future. It, it just gives me a little bit of hope and faith, I guess, that it would be okay. And there will be times in my future life where. I would have a clearer view of whatever is happening in my life at at that time and what would be happening into the next future, you know? Yeah. So what I've gotten from your poem, mostly my takeaways are around the pacing, the slowing down, the not feeling pressure to rush as we engage in uncertainty, but also the patience because we're Mm going to eventually get the clarity we need to either reaffirm the confidence that we had stepping in or just to hold on to the hope that the future could be it could be different from what we're seeing now. Thank you yeah. so much for for sharing this with me today. Yeah, that's just a well, really good episode. So, I feel so zen. Yeah, I feel like this is a really 
a deep, meaningful conversation yeah. this episode. I think this could be one of my favorite ones oh, for sure. Definitely. And you were right. You were right in the beginning when you were like, oh, this is going to go in two different ways. We <laughs> talk about so much from, from the moon to the mist. Um, but that's that's yeah. the joy of, of working on this podcast with somebody who's so different. Yeah. 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 But a Same. great friend. All right. Yeah. Well, let, let's keep it up. Season two is almost at a wrap. We've got only two more episodes before yeah. we wrap it up for right. the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, hopefully you guys are still enjoying this too. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we, I feel like we're recording this and we don't really know if people actually listen and get some, <laughs> some like meanings behind it, you know, like, is it meaningful? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if, if you ever feel like reaching out, please just DM us and in Instagram, like we would really love to hear. It's so we need to hear more from our listeners. It's really. helpful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely helpful. Yeah. Just a like, a comment, uh, this helpful, help me, or that's super lame. Yeah. Be better at podcasting. You know, we'll take it all. We'll give it all. Right. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, yeah. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. That wraps up episode eight of A Line by Line a podcast where we navigate life with the help of poetry. We hope that this was meaningful to you and that it provided some fresh perspectives about peace and peacing out. We're going to continue to release new episodes every two weeks, so be sure to hit that follow button on whichever streaming platform you're listening from and follow on our social media channels. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlignByLine. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions, feedback, or suggestions on how we can make this podcast more useful for you. We'd love to hear any comments that you have. But for now, this is Jasmine and Joshua signing off. We'll see you in the next episode.